0: Hey Julie!
1: Hey Julie!
0: Welcome to a podcast called Hey Julie about Big Brother. My name is Brett.
1: I'm Danielle.
0: I should have said something like, "I, I, to evoke Hey Julie, Hey." <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's the best. And it's cast the best pod for your ears. It is the absolute best. <laughs> if you don't get what Brett is talking about, we are referring to the ongoing bit where Derek F just gets too nervous while voting and cannot form a coherent sentence. He says, I gladly... To a vote. Vote to Frenchie. <laughs> like, he just cannot get it together. Every time. I think we're going to have a supercut. There's already, like, the the first three evictions he messes up, but I'm very excited to see
0: uh, how it goes.
1: Andy, how he keeps topping himself, really.
0: Andy Kaufman has been reincarnated <laughs>
1: pretty,
0: and his seriously. name is Darren Fraser.
1: Seriously. He is um, putting on
0: a, pef- a pef- performance art of the ages. He sits on a couch all week and fans <laughs> himself like Cleopatra and does not get up. And then yeah. once on a Thursday night, he gets up and he messes up all of his words on his one guaranteed Segment of uh, national but you know, broadcast.
1: That just it just goes to show that he really is a star who cannot be ignored. He has the star oh. quality because oh. you know who we're talking about first thing on this podcast, despite him not having any game whatsoever. <laughs> Derek, Derek
0: F. Baby. <laughs> Derek F. Big F. Big D.
1: <laughs> yeah, he he's killing it in my opinion. So, uh, so
0: let's start. Let's start there while we're talking about people who are like okay. barely on the show. Yeah, there's so much to talk about. We're pouring, we're popping one out, and we're pouring one out for Brett Champagne later in the episode, right? But there is—you called him
1: Brett. His name is Brent.
0: (laughs) No, first of all, my name is very so. You know, I know. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, I I, I just let's start there. Whatever. I've noticed this. It's not really the biggest thing to talk about. There are some people who are barely on this television show, and it's very good for them.
1: Yeah, well, it's like I haven't really. Oh, so, so I've been watching a fair amount of feeds this yeah. year. Not oh. so much this past week. I, I usually because what happens is I'll watch like Fridays are lit because they have to make so many decisions before wild card and after wild card before noms. So that's usually fun, and then the aftermath is aftermath of that is usually fun, and then they all sort of like have been in agreement about who they're evicting. So it's sort of boring the rest of the week. But I have watched a fair amount, and so. But I have to say, watching the TV show, <laughs> I don't totally miss the people who I have watched on feeds.
0: Yeah, I mean, the show, the, the week is so weirdly organized. Like so much happens on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and really nothing happens the other four days of the week. Like, no, it is Vito's so dead. The is played Saturday afternoon. Yeah. And for the most part, people kind of know exactly what they're doing. <laughs> what it's yeah, done, there isn't a
1: chance of a like. Sometimes the, and they know it in the in the episode in the Thursday episodes. There's no chance of any suspense. It's unanimous
0: voting. And no, yeah. And this week, it's so interesting. I think we even made fun of the fact that, like, you know, two weeks ago there was like, can Frenchie make one last stand? Can can he <laughs> ride for Bastille Day? Like, yeah. And it's like, oh, it shows him be going around like, I'm not going to quit. I'm not, I'm going to do right by my family or whatever. This yeah. week is like, Brent is going home. Let's talk about <laughs> other stuff. Let's see what else is going on in the house. Who's <laughs> well, making out? Let's talk about strategy for next week. Like, there's yes. no, there was no attempt to even do well, just because they did show Brent strategic being strategic this week. It's just that his strategy was not of this solar system. That there was nothing to even show. It's just like. This guy's completely wrong and he's going to be voted. Uh, you voted. Ah! Evicted <laughs> unanimously. Derek Fraser has been... Oh, no. He's in, in your head. in my mind.
1: Living there rent-free. Yeah. I... So, yeah. Let's talk... I, I think maybe this isn't where you wanted to start, but let's yeah, stay on Brent Champagne for a minute. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, Brent is evicted it, truly unanimous, unanimously. Not even a sympathy vote. He comes out, he gets a couple spicy goodbye messages, most notably from Hannah, who does a little like flight
0: attendant joke. Tiffany did as well.
1: Oh yeah. Tiff- but like, They did the hand
0: maneuvers. They did the hand right. maneuvers.
1: The meanest one was Hannah's, um, which I respected because she really didn't like him.
0: Hannah really <laughs> um, did not like Brent.
1: <laughs> and she's young enough to like, she's like, I don't care about burning bridges. You know who's I also really respected, though, I have to say? Who? Alyssa's. Because Alyssa also found Brent really annoying. And so she had, like, her joke... She had, like, her lesson in her goodbye message, but she was also like, but listen... Like it's water under the bridge, we'll be friends in real life. I just thought that was like a nice mix of the two. I also loved Hannah's just because I like a messy, a messy queen. <laughs> but um, but I thought that was, that was nice of Alyssa. Okay, but so back to Brent, he watches those messages and I, I turned to my husband and I was like, you know what? He, his arrogance is actually his self-preservation Because he was clearly not affected at all. And he never will be. And I haven't really read any of the press or looked at any of his interviews since leaving the house. I've just seen some headlines. And I'm convinced this is the fact. You know, we've talked about, like, John Hamm on 30 Rock, like, living in the hot person bubble. Brent lives in, like, an arrogant person bubble. Nothing will penetrate it. No criticism. No mockery. Like, he's going to, because the show also was not easy on him. They gave him, like, a f- pretty fair edit, I thought. And I think he'll watch it and be like, this show just didn't get it. Just didn't or like, understand.
0: Yeah, this is how I got to My be. strategy. It's, yeah, exactly. Like, someone was, I mean, I think, I don't know if this was the scene with Whitney or it might have been one of the other ones where, like, Whitney pulled him aside and kind of gave this, like, you're going home. But I'm not going to tell you you're going home. And let me just kind of give you some big sisterly advice. Because mm-hmm. he's in his early 20s and she's oh, 30. 30. <laughs> and uh, he was just like, he just wasn't listening. And it was just like, hey, you're not a bad person in your heart. Just slow down and yeah. think about the things you said. And he's like, oh, i got to be East Coast. Like, no, you don't. Like, many people I mean, live on the East Coast and aren't <laughs> fucking assholes. <laughs>
1: that scene was like a comedy sketch. Yeah. Honestly, because she was like, listen, you're a big target. He's like, I'm a big target because I have an amazing strategy. She's like, you are leaving this week. Is that part of your strategy? <laughs> He's like, it's because I'm so good. Well, it's like, I'm it's so good, just yeah. two people are who are never going to see eye to eye. I mean, Brent is never going to see eye to eye with the world. That's why he no. belongs up in the air.
0: It was very clear after all the scenes with Brent this week that nothing was ever gonna get into his head. And then even talking with Julie, who I, I didn't think she was very aggressive. There was no Frost Nixon situation. Right. But she was like, you know, you're the third, you're third to last place in this game. Yeah. And there was some spicy goodbye. Like people didn't like you and you yeah. lost not and you didn't do a good job like you know and he just did this word salad of just like yeah it's you know i'm such a big target and i don't know let me pull up some of my notes it's the here a- it's, it's like, the
1: arrogance bubble i'm telling you yeah. i was like any other person with any ounce of like self-awareness or ability for growth would have t- been like oh shit <laughs> am I a villain? But Ren was like, I'm such a fucking hero. They had to take me down. Like it was just too, it's, it's perfect in a way.
0: Yeah. There was this part two in his goodbye, in his, in his interview with Julie, where he was like, yeah, Derek X was coming after me, but I pulled him in because I needed the data. It's like, what the <laughs> fucking data? It's like people online who were like, have, you know, have never fucking read a book in their life. Being like, I'm waiting to do some more research on these old vaxeronis over here. It's like <laughs> yeah. what fucking medical research are you ever gonna do? Mm, yeah, you're like what are you gonna pull out fucking New England Medical Journal here and just like Except- dive into some deep like molecular biology here? Like what data? What you're just a fucking you're just like deflecting because you're an asshole and you also. Haven't worked in the corporate world, like say you or me or Derek mm-hmm. X or yeah. <laughs> our or our, our guy uh, Roe on BB Canada. Like well, yeah. we can kind of deflect. Someone will ask us a question we don't know the answer to, and we can yeah. actually deflect with the right combination of corpo gibberish. Brent mm-hmm. was trying that, but he, he no disrespect to flight attendants, he hands out peanuts for a living.
1: Oh, no, no disrespect whatsoever. But I do, th- I, I I caught that word too. And I thought it was so funny. It's so funny, but also disturbing. We talked about this in BB Can, how like this corporate jargon has trickled down into just everyone's vernacular. Oh, I got to see the data on that before I can, like, what are you talking about? That doesn't part mean it, anything.
0: <laughs> part of it, I think, is like the influencer culture. Cause like now every influencer needs to be the CEO of their own like, right. life. And yes. every, every influencer is like, it just kind of talks like that because they're running their own business. And in some way, many influencers are oh, yeah, very except- successful, more than you and me, more than whole <laughs> yeah. Hey Julie podcast. <laughs> That's but, for sure. But I just think, you know, in general, you know, we've worked 10 years into this Facebook, YouTube, <laughs> Instagram, whatever experience. And now everybody just talks like this. And four year olds, like when I grow up, I want to sell toothpaste on Instagram or whatever. So yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's, it's very funny. I'm realizing we skipped over something because we're talking about his interview with Julie. Oh, I have some thoughts, I have some thoughts. Okay, because Julie Chen was wearing an entirely, I'm gonna say navy blue outfit last night. It was, I believe, jeans, a tight skinny jean. Some would now call that chuggy. Um She was wearing a they white jeans. I think they were jeans. They were jeans. I it are was like, like jeggings? a one piece.
0: I thought it was like a one piece thing, or it was like it was like a two piece, but it was of a single piece.
1: Mm, I think they. I think jeans. I think, and it was all blue. It was all blue jean color. So like blue jean baby, LA lady, <laughs> um, so white stiletto pumps with a pointy toe pointy toe is back ladies and gentlemen she was wearing a navy off only one shoulder shirt it was silk it had tight (laughs) tight wrists but floofy rests of the arm uh draping it was uh again i would say tunic length and very voluminous at the sleeve and pit of the shirt. She layered this look with several necklaces and chunky bracelets. Her nails were also, I took note, they're also, I think, dark blue. She really went for not monochromatic last night. This look was could go either way. could go, I'm picking the kids up from school and I'm coming from a casual business lunch, or I'm newly divorced and I'm hitting the clubs for the first time since. I give this look a hot.
0: Do you hear that, Danielle? Hmm. Of course you can't, (laughs) because it is space, (laughs) the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise, its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life, new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. That was a Star Trek outfit. She was wearing a blue Star Trek outfit. She looked like Counselor Troy from Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh, yeah, this promo for Picard on Paramount Plus
1: exactly that's what i'm saying got the (laughs) pp got
0: the ads for the pp
1: yeah she she wants you to know every season of star chucks is available on paramount plus
0: the (laughs) season finale of the good lie good good fight whatever it's called it was a star trek outfit
1: (laughs) anyway she looks great what do you say hot or not
0: Oh God. I was so distracted by the Star Trekiness. You know, I'll you say hot. Just, I'll say yeah. hot. it's a it's an extremely tame, sexless show, but I'll give it a hot. Something was going yeah. on when the cameras turned off.
1: I thought it was a very I aren't they horny because they have nothing else to do. They don't really have
0: jobs. I think they have I mean it's a utopian civilization, but they have jobs. They boldly go and they sell yeah, various inter interspecies issues, like on the borders of the, the f- Federation.
1: Yeah, but like one time I tried to get my husband to explain Star Trek to me because I never watched it before. And he's pretty much said what you just said, which is like, yeah, it's utopia where like every problem is solved. So they just do this because they're noble.
0: They just do yeah. their little chores because they're
1: noble. Yeah, but then they they're also horny.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess they're yeah they're horny. I mean, you know, I say it's a sexless, sexless show. The For the original series, Shatner... Hardly wearing a shirt <laughs> Always getting it on With alien babes
1: Yeah There's like alien Sexy alien creatures Who yeah. are just And then like- Pine
0: Pine was getting it on With aliens as well Okay I'll change my mind I think TNG Was a little bit A little bit more tame mm. I don't know I don't know Yeah I know. They just go, I just they just go around. One time- <laughs>
1: One time he was watching an episode and Captain Picard went on vacation to a beach. And I was like, what? This happens in Star Trek? What the hell? Um, Anyway. You know the brother
0: of the Picard show is that he owns a winery. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I know other stuff happens, but like, it picks up and it's like, (laughs) we're on Jean-Luc's farm in Napa.
1: Like, He's got some so, Rieslings coming in. This doesn't, because I think of Star Trek as Star
0: Wars. No, like, Star it's the same Wars thing. is different. Star Wars is like swords and princesses and princesses. Princes, and, they're and they're always
1: fighting and no. they can't take a break.
0: Star Trek is like, all right, this aliens and these aliens are having like a basic trade dispute. Let's bring <laughs> yeah, them into so. the conference room and sort out our differences and come to a diplomatic resolution. And that's Exactly, the
1: end. <laughs> that's what he said. That's so funny to me. Uh, I can't, okay. All right, sorry guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, this is great, this is great.
1: <laughs> okay, so anyway. Back to the show. So who are some of the people who you think are not getting a um a lot of screen time?
0: Derek F is getting screen time because he's just such a big personality and he yes. just he holds court on the couch.
1: <laughs> he does. The couch My, is his kingdom.
0: Yeah. My girl Claire just napping. Oh. Just Yeah. Uh, she, I, her only the only television time she got this week was she was leading a yoga session that got interrupted with, hey, let's pick players with the veto, <laughs> like but playing she... so amazingly right now, mm-hmm. Like as we'll get to in our sort of post-eviction feeds, mid-feeds discussion, stuff is going down in the house. It's like, I, and the uh, game is yeah. kind of restarting anew now that we have these three completely useless white men out of the show. Exactly. Claire, my like stuff is going down. We're running out of people to target, especially with the stamp teams thing still going on. Mm. Claire's sitting pretty, Nama staying all day. <laughs>
1: yeah. She, I mean, honestly, maybe I just don't see her a lot, but I don't see her a lot on feeds either. No. <laughs> and honestly, she got she got screen time this past episode because of how much she hates Brent. But Hannah also, I feel, has been like sleeping a lot.
0: I feel like they gave every woman rightfully so the platform to talk about how much of a fucking asshole Brent was. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that um, was their shot to make it on the show.
0: Yeah. Um who was my other who is my other one? Um oh gosh, I'll think about it later.
1: Yeah, there's like some oh, clear
0: chi- oh okay. our guy. Our guy. He he's got a microwave and he has a button and the bu- <laughs> button says popcorn. It's Kyla
1: and you know what? I'm fine with that. I think Kylan is playing quite well, too. But I just think he's really boring.
0: Yeah, he's yeah really exactly. He's really boring. No, he really is. He he really is. I um, He's
1: very, like, just bland to me in his gameplay. So I'd so rather be watching Tiff or um, X, I think, has been fun. Because I love watching, like, The Lawyer at work. Even though he's, like, his HOH... X's was the same level as Kylan's in terms of like no drama, whatever. Like we put up the house target, it's fine. But it's fun watching him try to like sneak his way out of tricky situations. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, so let's put a pin in that because I think there's a lot more to discuss with with Kylan and with some of these players. But the, it all kind of really hinges on what's been going on in the feeds. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I want to talk more about what Kylan is doing. I want to talk more about many of the other players. But I think they're like feeds, feeds, post feeds discussions. Um, I'm just looking through this week. You don't remember it. You've watched all that you said. You watched all the episodes. I've seen it all. But like
1: the the episodes start to blend together because the most exciting part of the week is after Thursday night when the unanimous victim has been sent packing and we get to see who's going to be HOH. Because every time it is important to see who's going to be HOH. That's, I was tweeting this this week, but like I was kind of going insane. I couldn't watch the feeds because one thing I do, I, I like and respect that all of these house guests are players. They all came to game. Yeah. They all want to talk strategy. They all want to theorize. They all want to plan like weeks in advance. I respect that, but I don't want to watch that when like there's four days left before the current person goes home. You know, yeah. I'd much rather watch it when like a fresh HOH has been chosen. So now we got to actually put things into practice The ther- theoretical. I don't find exciting.
0: So one of the things I think would be interesting to talk about would be Azza and Tiffany and mm. the fractures forming. Yes. yes, and and I kind of want to talk about this in because I want to I want to yell about the teams for a minute. Um, okay. So Azza's upset about Brittany going up for two weeks in a row. She doesn't want her team like they already lost Frenchie. Derek F can't get out a sentence. Without tripping over himself, he's glued to the t- to the couch. Ozza wants to keep her. Oh, does Br- Britney's in that team, right? Yeah, yes. Britney's in that team. She the wants jokers. to keep her team people safe. I understand the thought of like, hey, one of these people win, I'm safe for the week in the Hoh. But Ozza's watched a lot of this game. The team twist is not lasting forever, right? The team twist is not lasting forever. If you've watched any season of Big Brother, if you watch many, as Asa has, I think she's one of the people who's been watching for most of her life. Mm-hmm. We said this when the team twist was announced before we even knew who the cast was. We're like, "Oh, what is this going to do? Oh, it's going to be like 3 or 4 weeks and it's going to be over next week." So yeah, it's going to be over in 4 weeks. I understand being upset about that. I understand you're close to Brittany who is having these very very emotional reactions to being nominated. But it's like I don't know, I I don't buy, I guess I I understand why they're doing it. I understand why they feel emotionally connected to their teams, but I'm just seeing the running over your own strategy and shooting yourself in the foot with Alliance members you have to protect a fucking team member who's not going to be your team member in a week. Why? Why?
1: Well, here's what I think happened with AZA. I think she, like many of us, is a fan who watched, loved the drama. Like, I remember the people she said were her favorite players were, like, wasn't it, like, Danielle Rays? Like, yeah. really good people who were, like, cutthroat, you know? And we loved it. They, they weren't afraid to stab people in the back and be single-minded. And I think she... Got on the show and then realized like it might be fun for you to watch that on TV, but you yourself do not have what it takes to do that.
0: She doesn't, yeah. Yeah. And Tiffany and calls her out on that. Yeah. In in the diary room. And I think she did it in a separate conversation with X, where she was like, Man, Oz is like, she just can't, she can't be ruthless in this game. She can't, she has trouble separating the emotional from the strategic.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's where I have to pull a hashtag Danny was wrong nope. <laughs> because I thought the cookout tension was going to be Tiffany versus X. Cause I thought X oh, was yeah. so logical. Tiff is emotional. Um, but no, it turns out that Tiffany, Tiffany is definitely more emotional than she might want to let on and more emotional than X, but it's. Uh, tiff and Ozza, as we saw in that episode that short little um bit they didn't i watched that live on the feeds actually they didn't include include the whole sort of confrontation where basically Ozza caught tiffany in a lie and tiffany was not good at covering herself <laughs> but it just shows like that tiffany can't handle those emotional players like Ozza, and aza doesn't understand the like cold cutthroat logic so I just had the wrong person. It's going to be Aza versus Tiff.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. You're right. And it was it was, uh, smart of you to kind of call that out, in advance. But uh, but, um, interesting that the sort of players have changed.
1: Yeah. It's like it's funny. Once because you know the cookout is doing other than these little cracks, which we're already starting to see, which I love. But I think they're. If they pull it together, they're gonna go far. and if it say is just them left in the game, it'll it's fun to think about because if I'm in the cookout, I'm actually not getting rid of Derek F until final two. <laughs> but you know who I am getting rid of? Aza, Hannah, Kai, you know, like it'll yeah. just be interesting to see how that um how that boot order would play out if it was them left in the final.
0: I think it's worth bringing up the other, at this point, bringing up the other main alliance in the house, the other real alliance, RIP, the mafia. Yeah. The DOJ found the mafia. They got rid of the mafia. (laughs) They did a Rico case. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So we have the Royal Flush, which is the teams. We can forget. I finally fucking forget about these by, by the time we record a podcast again. The Kings and the Queens plus Derek X, so that's Kyland Alyssa Tiffany, Xavier, Derek X, Claire Christian, and Sarah Beth that's a that's a big team at this point yeah. in the game, and I like everybody
1: I do too, and um That's another team where if they did end up steamrolling and getting out all of the Jokers and then the Aces, then it would be fun to see them all go into a war against each other. Because we'll get into this in the spoiler section, but like I actually have forgotten what Big Brother feeds look like. When everyone is self interested and everyone is actually pretty good at the game. Yeah. It's been so long and it's very compelling. So This I'm, is like the
0: real all stars season.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, I, and you know, I don't think I don't think this is a hashtag Danny was wrong moment. I do still think if Frenchie had stuck around, we would have had like some fun drama. But like, I don't care that Brett's gone. He needed to go. No, I don't you even called remember Brett. Oh yeah, Brett. <laughs> I don't even remember who left the first week. But Travis. Like, oh yeah, Travis. Remember,
0: he surfs and he makes cum jokes on live TV. Ugh. So cool, cool guys, cool dude.
1: So it'll just be fun. Yeah, I don't. You know, obviously, I gotta stay loyal to my girl Tiff because she was my first pick for winner preseason pick, and she's doing well, which for me is rare. I feel like my picks always flop. But other than that, I don't really have a horse in the race. I'm just, like, excited to see them all fight each other.
0: <laughs> I have uh, some additional info about Tiffany. Oh. That I think would make you endear to her very much. Please. Please do. So, uh, What team is she on? Who cares? She's on the Queens. The Queens. So the Queens were have-nots this week. Do you know why mm-hmm. the Queens were have-nots this, last week? No. Because... Tiffany's birthday is this week, and she wanted Leo. to not be a have not. her birthday is on Thursday she shares a birthday with an host of this pod, and if her oh mother had
1: my God
0: waited or no got let let you know gone into labor a little bit earlier, she would have been shared a birthday with another host on this pod.
1: oh my she God, is, no wonder I love her.
0: yeah. She is an early a August Leo birthday. Queen. Yeah, she's a Leo <laughs> queen. She's she, we like her a lot. So happy birthday that, to Tiffany this week!
1: Yeah. Wait, that brings up. Uh, we really need to get to spoiler sections, but there is. I feel like there was one, more, a couple other things I wanted to talk about from the episode. Uh, um, oh, I tweeted this, but I'm gonna reiterate. I'm gonna double down. She didn't rap, but she gave a very tight speech. Public speaking is hard, and a lot of the speeches we see, a lot of, I'm talking about Brittany, a lot of the eviction night speeches we see are absolute crap. I just want to give her kudos for, she doesn't say, um, she doesn't say ah, she doesn't forget anything. She speeds through a tight speech where she fits in all of the information. I just wanted to give her her props.
0: Give her a podcast. (laughs) Yes. Not Nicole Anthony.
1: (laughs) I I was I I second time I've been impressed by her public speaking. What can I say?
0: There, I mean, there's a lot of inner turmoil that leads up to that. Many many tears are shed. Yes. In the lead up to a speech (laughs) like that.
1: Well, I'm giving her props. Really, maybe I should be giving Derek F. props because I saw a clip of him on the feeds where she was like, definitely planning on doing an entire rap, and he was like, no. You cannot. He was like, you need to let it rest.
0: And Brittany, he's right. Look at Lin-Manuel Miranda's career. <laughs> he showed up on the scene rapping and then he rapped some more and now America hates him. He's the <laughs> Chugi king of millennials and his, his, his patience is wearing thin. <laughs> Everyone's wearing thin uh, with Lin-Manuel. Stop, quit with the nursery rhyme raps.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's it. That's what I had to say about the episodes.
0: Um, yeah. Here, Are you as dumb as your body perceives? <laughs> it's just,
1: you know, they did a great job. Brent's team, you got to give them credit, did a really good job pretending to be absolute idiots all week. In a way that maybe someone with a, like an ounce more of self awareness might realize, but he bought it. Just
0: no, hook and they kept slipping up. They kept slipping up too. Like Hannah was always just like talking shit and being like, "Yeah, when Brent's gone, oh, hey, Brent. No, I'm not laughing <laughs> about you. I'm laughing about a joke I saw. Yeah, that's the ticket." Uh, it was so interesting to production collusion. Uh, on Thursday's episode that they did this segment because they're like, we don't have anything else to show from Brent. He's going home. Right. Uh, they did this segment about like, all right, what's going to happen next week on the show? And I, we know it was random. We know we know that they didn't know the results of the HOH ahead of time. But it seemed like the main thrust of the segment they showed was Christian and, and Alyssa being like, yeah, well, if we win, we're going to nominate Hannah and Whitney. And then Christian wins HOH. I just thought that was a that was interesting and possible collusion.
1: Collusion. Um, Christian needs to. If you need to vote Christian out, get him out. What are these people doing? He next wins week, everything. The he's next in. week, yeah. He. Is so good at comps. I, I honestly, so he's one of the people who like, I don't see it. I haven't watched a lot of feeds. Probably I've been avoiding him because I know, I just know he's boring. Plus he's in a showman, so the listen. I don't need to see that.
0: Yeah, I watched um, for a bit last night and they're just like sitting cuddling with each other and they're in this like real lovey-dovey phase where they're like, hey, remember I did this? Oh, no, you didn't do that. You did this. Remember? Oh, yeah, I did. And they're just like. Yeah, you've known each other for three weeks, and you live in a fucking box. Like, how <laughs> many shared experiences do you have? But do you he go is, to Paris together. He's honestly like a dog. Yeah. Like
1: the now that I've I, I've been watching a lot more since last night because of he's the hoh, so he's on every camera. But he really is just like, from what I can tell, fairly sweet. Very good at, like, you throw a ball, he's going to catch it and bring it back to you. You teach him tricks, he can do them perfectly. You just got to give him a little treat afterwards. Like, he does not have a plan for this HOH. Did he need to win this? I don't know. I couldn't tell because I couldn't follow all of the eight million Plans that were being made last week, <laughs> but...
0: I think a lot of people needed to, to do it, and we can kind of wrap up and transition into, like, our post-spoilers discussion here. It's like, there is a, there was a bit of a reset. I think many of the clear targets in the house, the early targets, the just ultra chaotic, like, people... The people who everyone can agree are like, man, this person is too chaotic for anyone's game. Like, even if you're aligned with this person, i.e. Frenchie, i.e. Brent, just the sort of assholes and pure chaos monsters are out of the game, which happens in the first, you know, three weeks. Like lots of the people who are just like on a fucking different level that all 13 people in the house are like, yeah, I can't live with this asshole anymore. So Whitney is Whitney's certainly on that, you know, not unstable footing there. And Christian and Alyssa are like now officially macking in front of everybody. And if they didn't win, if they didn't win this week, you know, I think there was also this, this undercurrent of like, we need to get someone from the Kings Alliance out, uh, which is Christian, Alyssa, Xavier, and Sarah Beth. Then they were safe all last week and now they're going to be safe again. So I think, you know, as good as good as it is for them that they have HOH this week if you're Christian, like Alyssa better win HOH next week. Yeah. Because like,
1: I don't think they have
0: it. I mean, there's this royal flush thing, but like even the royal flush would probably admit like, Hey, if we have to take an L this week, it's gotta be from the showman. So let it be these two, not the rest of us.
1: But also you cannot put Christian up as an initial mom. You can't give him a chance and beat up. You have to backdoor him. He will win. Like, he's really good. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I, I feel like he's the type even on a crapshoot he'd do well. Maybe not, like, in the mental comp, he didn't do that great, I don't think. Um, But yeah, he, I would be really scared of him. The nice thing is he's mentally very malleable, <laughs> but you'd have to go through Alyssa. And let me just say, I'm still an Alyssa fan. I think people are going back and forth on her. And I know the showmance has taken her down in some people's estimations. I still like her. I think she's playing great. All right.
0: Would you say that he to- has a lot of things cooking in his mentals?
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, Okay.
1: Um, uh, should we get to spoilers?
0: Oh, fuck yeah, we should.
1: Okay, cool. It's a spoiler section. So Goodbye. if you don't want to be spoiled, go away.
0: Go away. ASMR. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm spreading crunchy peanut butter on a on a rice cake.
1: Ew. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I actually hate it, ASMR. Um, okay, we're done.
0: We're done. <laughs> it's over.
1: Creeps me out. Um, so hot off the press. This happened like a little bit before we started recording. Wildcard is done, and Brett's girl, Claire. The the under-the-radar queen won, and I believe she is safe until jury.
0: I I don't know when jury starts.
1: So, I think it's in two weeks. I think she won safety for two weeks.
0: Oh, really? Okay, yeah. So, I see that she won. I haven't seen the details of of what she won, but so, I guess two weeks. Good for her. She can, you know, she could just peel Derek F. (laughs) off that couch. I'm (laughs) saying... she
1: so i from what i've read it seems like she gets two weeks of safety but she also is not allowed to vote for those two weeks that's oh. the punishment part of
0: that's it's fine, like, with, yeah. her. It's fine yeah, with her i, I can continue to not make any waves in the house exactly
1: and, and not further. much of a yep. punishment um so that's that's what happened in wildcard no big deal um I think people were sort of rooting for Whitney to win because then it would cause a little more commotion because Whitney and Hannah were the very obvious choices for nominees this week for Christian. And so this is what we were sort of hinting at in the non-spoiler section of the episode. But the cookout is has three members who are part of the Royal Flush Alliance. We've got Tiff, Kai, and Xavier. And the cookout are protecting each other. You know, They're, they clearly have... Loyalty to the cookout and want to see them go far. But the rest of the house does not know about the cookout and want Hannah's ass on the block. And, and not even necessarily
0: to vote her out. Like, I think no. Whitney is the Whitney is the the prime target. But I think a lot of people are like, well, if Whitney wins veto, I'm, see you later, Hannah.
1: Exactly. And to the rest of the house, it's like, yeah, why not? She doesn't seem Hannah has Derek X. Like, they seem friendly, but she doesn't really have much of a group. But little do they know, the cookout is working in the shadows trying to protect her. And so we just saw this come to a head on feeds. And this is what got me really excited and why I said, I forget what it's like watching smart people have conflict and fight, totally game related. Because Sarah Beth, I guess Hannah has mentioned that she wants Sarah Beth gone and Sarah Beth found out. Sarah Beth knows this, right?
0: Yeah.
1: So Sarah Beth is adamant that Hannah goes on the block. And Tiffany, Kai, and Xavier are adamant that she does not. And they're all sitting in the HOH. And Sarah Beth is getting like riled up. And she doesn't, she didn't say it in front of them, but she was, she was sort of like hinting at like, why are you guys protecting her? She wants your Alliance member out. Like, why and so then they sort of like peeled back a little bit and Tiffany, Tiffany tried to go. You know who's a real threat, Brittany. <laughs> it should be Brittany and she's Whitney Strong on the and ball. she's
0: got the she's got the bars and the beats. <laughs> she's got the rhythm.
1: <laughs> so it's what just if, really. What if the next
0: HOH is a rapping competition? <laughs>
1: it's fun. It's really fun to watch people try to dance and strategize and come to a conclusion when like two people will not budge. And I have to say like Sarah Beth, I have not, I think she's cool. I think she's smart, but I haven't really seen much out of her that has been exciting to me personally. Listen, it's true, but watching her in this conversation, take on all three of them and fight and be like, you guys, Fuck you. She wants me on the block. What are we talking about? It was, and not letting up, like fighting, fighting, fighting. I was like, good for her. I, I loved it. Um, it's, there's going to be fireworks at some point. Like, this is going to come to a head.
0: And it's interesting because for the most part, everybody is likable. We have yes. these two semi, oh, I mean, we have these two major alliances that are like these Venn diagram alliances. Like you have people who are in both. The people who are kind of unaligned or less lesser aligned right now, you have Brittany and Whitney who are not really in any sort of alliance at all right now. And then you have Aza, Derek F, and Hannah who are only in the cookout but not in the royal flush. Mm -hmm. And there's these, you know, there's these mutual goals that don't, or in, not mutual, it's the op, with the opposite of mutual goals that it's, it's 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 and I like everybody, and I like everybody. I don't want really anybody to go home. I don't think anyone's an asshole for the most part. No, I, mean, I, I think I, I would be fine seeing Whitney go, but then we're gonna be further in this position where it's like, okay, I actually really like every single person left in the house. And I don't know what they're going to do, but we are at the sort of game reset period where like three major targets slash guys who nobody liked being around are out of the house. And there's an opportunity for two alliances to go after each other, except for you have some people in both of the alliances, which I can't remember really. I'm sure it's happened before, but I can't remember the last time it's happened.
1: It's just fun. It it takes me back to, I can't believe it was this long ago, but like BB-18, which wasn't like the best season in the world, but it was really fun before he was evil. It was fun watching Paul try to fight whoever, like Pauly or Frank, and try to get his way in like two people, you know, two groups who want different things, trying to work together, trying to get the other one to move, the negotiation tactics, the give and... Get the dance of it all. It's fun to watch.
0: On that note that uh, I wonder if this season the season doesn't have this right now. And maybe maybe it's Tiffany. Maybe it's Xavier. I don't know. Maybe they just had a lot of screen time the last week. Mm-hmm. And who I, I doubt Paul even had this much this much of a role in BB eighteen at this point. But like I feel like this season is missing. Not to its detriment, it's just missing. A major player who's going around and doing a lot of like wheeling and dealing, and doing a lot of yeah. horse trading, and doing a lot of, and is like truly being that queen of the chessboard, like doing trying Which to is, manipulate all sorts of different things. And I can and I, I think maybe say, Tiffany is probably the closest to that right now, but you know, we're only I think three Tiffany weeks in.
1: is absolutely that. But can I just say yeah. when she was fighting to get? Her put up on the block, Tiffany was like, Britney is the queen of the chessboard. Oh, she can move God. any
0: direction. <laughs> you think those tears are real? Shame on you. Just get the wool over your eyes. That was, I mean, so perfect. Anyone really believe she said. she's a valedictorian, a kindergarten teacher from Buffalo, New York? You believe that for a second? You're, you're fucking, you know, you're God.
1: I think it is Tiffany. And I think here's my only thing that I'll say. She might be overplaying a little bit, Tiffany, because um, she is a high profile person in this game. She's high profile on the show, too. Um, and I am happy because I like her, but I also don't, you know, it means a bigger target on her back. Yeah. When you're talking that much game to that many people, eventually they're going to compare notes. And, you know, you piss off the right amount of people, even in the cookout. if like Azza, you get AZA the wrong way. Maybe you, burn. I don't know, if something goes on with Derek F, then, you know, you're starting to look at things crumbling a little bit. So hopefully that doesn't happen. Here's one thing I want to say also, spoiler, spoiler alert. The Jokers are on slop this week. Yeah. So our team who are already like the biggest losers, <laughs> they're also already the most mentally unstable and the weakest, like... They are now on slop. They are now not allowed to eat. So, you know, we're going to see some Britney meltdowns. We're going to see Derek F. very unhappy.
0: You thought he couldn't saying, get up from that couch. Nah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because, like, we haven't had really much.
0: He's going to go from food not. coma to calorie <laughs> deficiency.
1: No, well, we haven't seen any have-not like breakdowns yet, but if it's going to happen, it's oh, going to be gonna this be team. Jokers.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see last night? They were like, so they basically, they've all kind of set up a rotation of like, all right, this team's going to be have-nots and then this team's going to be have-nots. It's completely uh-huh. drama-less order right. that was determined. <laughs> so Jokers knew that they were going to be have-nots at like midnight or whatever. And like after the live show, Derek F, and the whole team, they were just, like, carbo-loading. They were just, like, sh- <laughs> shoving their faces with cold spaghetti.
1: Sure. Hey, I listen, I can't say I'm above it. I might do the same thing. Yeah, just
0: get a, get a big loaf of French bread and just be like, all right, I'm going to hibernate for the <laughs> Seriously.
1: week. But that's something to keep your eye on this week on the feeds as well is, like, people testy anyway. Like, can you imagine Brittany on slop and on the block again?
0: I mean, I, you know. I kind
1: of wish it did happen.
0: You know, if like someone wins veto, who's going up? Yeah. Okay, say Whitney and Hannah. It seems like Whitney and Hammond are, are gonna be the noms. Like, all right, one of them wins veto. Or Derek X wins veto and he takes off Hannah.
1: I don't know. Who, who goes
0: up? Azza <laughs> or Brittany seems to be the yeah. only people. Or I Derek or was... you know, or Derek I... F, maybe if like Whitney's up and they just really want to get like with Derek F is sort of like a, a very much a pawn choice. Like we're gonna throw you up there, but you're not going home.
1: I would actually love to see someone different other than Brittany on the block. I would love to see Aza. I would love to see Derek F. Because we've seen Brittany on the block now and we get it. She cries. It's annoying. It's not fun. But like, it, it someone else needs to taste that. I need to see someone else, how they deal with that stress and anxiety. So I'm excited for that. At least this week, it's going to be, it sounds like completely fresh noms with Hannah and Whitney up there. Like, what's Whitney going to be like on the block? How is she mm. going to handle
0: it? Oh, she's gonna cry about her kids. Yep. She Uh, had
1: a moment last night when the feast came back on. The entire house was in the living room chatting and laughing and, like, you know, blowing off post live show scene. And she was alone in the bedroom crying. So, possibly because she misses her kids, possibly because she realizes her number's up and she's going on that vlog. (laughs) So, we'll see.
0: Yeah. Like, even though she didn't like Brent and had the same. Uh, issues with Brent that every other woman had in the house. Mm-hmm. They had this friendship and they had this like s- this kind of alignment with each other where it's like they couldn't really stand each other, but they, like, th- but they didn't really have anybody else, mainly because fucking Frenchie was gone.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like he was her son. <laughs> like Sometimes you don't like your kids, but you have to discipline them and you love them all the same.
0: But also he's hitting on you.
1: Elsa, well, yes, yes. <laughs> um, so I'm excited for this week. I was excited last week, too, because there was drama immediately after. There was like the Aza begging to be put up. Honestly, I obviously saw the best parts of the feeds because they all made the episodes this past yeah. week. Um, so we'll see. As I texted Brett right before we started recording, um, feeds are pretty exciting right now. So let's get to some questions, shall we?
0: Yeah, we have some hot ones in the feed.
1: Well, first, I want to start with just a comment, because I always ask for cues and comments. And here's a great cue from Mini Cthulhu.
0: Yep, that's no the No question.
1: One. No questions today. Just hoping y'all are having a great week. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thank, Thank you. so you, much. Thank
0: you, Mini Cthulhu.
1: Um, okay, this is a great question from
0: It's Me,
1: Brie Lee. How will DF mess up his vote next week? Predictions?
0: All right. <laughs> You're going to sit down. You sit down. Yeah. I'm Julie. Hi, Derek.
1: Hey, Julie. You look P- gorgeous, girl.
0: Thank you, Derek. You look wonderful as well. Please cast your vote to evict.
1: i Hannah <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh, i vic Hannah. Okay, that's a good one. That's
1: a good one. <laughs> All right, my turn, my right turn.
0: All right.
1: Hello, Derek F.
0: Hey Julie girl, how's it going? By the way, hey Julie's the name of a podcast.
1: Thanks, Derek F. Who do you vote to evict?
0: I to uh, uh, Whitney.
1: Wow, All we right. both voted for different people. I <laughs> yeah, <that> was nice, guessing <laughs> you know. up. Um, we'll see. I I it's it's a high bar, and I'm excited to see him overcome it. Uh from BB fan022, Aaron. Who are your favorite players so far? And who do you think is playing the best game overall? So here's the thing. Even though obviously my favorite player is Tiff, I think Kai is actually playing the best game just because he's so boring. (laughs) Like he's boring, very social. Everyone loves him. Good at comps. He won an HOH and got no blood on his hands. So I think he's actually in a really great position. He's part of the two major alliances like Tiff, but he's and like I guess Xavier is also in a really good position. But um I just think he's less he's less he's more sorry, milk-a-toast than Xavier. So people are more likely to like forget about him.
0: Kyland is a Milford man. Mm. Where children are neither seen nor heard. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I have basically the same answer as you. I'm gonna. Tiffany is my favorite, but I think Xavier is playing the best right now. And um, yeah, unfortunately, Xavier can be seen and heard, uh, which is detrimental <laughs> to his game in a way that Kylan is is just really. He's just that. He's that cucumber that you left in the fridge, and it's just like hanging out there, and you you forgot that it's like sitting there rotting and he's just like. No, uh-huh. but I
1: don't think it is rotting. I think it's like still, still shockingly fresh. Oh. <laughs> and you're like, well, I guess I'll use this next week then. I'm not throwing I this out. I didn't
0: mean to say that his game was rotting. I'm just saying he's like, he's hiding in plain sight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure.
1: I, I'd liken him more than to like baby carrots. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, they have, a, they have a
0: bunch. You can just like forget about baby carrots for six weeks and they're just like, oh, yeah. they're we're so good. good. We're yeah. good. We're oh. root vegetable.
1: Yeah, they're alive. Um and then finally from Anda Panda 7701. How many times will Britney sit on the block as a pawn before she gets evicted? So this is a great cue because here's the thing. I actually <sighs> She's going to stick around, I think, now. For she's at least making jury. Because She's a good pawn to keep in your back pocket, and otherwise she's not a threat whatsoever. She could even be a good person to bring to finals because, like...
0: Oh, yeah.
1: You know, you want to bring someone who's kind of weak otherwise, and their only resume is, like, I was the pawn this whole season.
0: Great. I'm making a prediction. Yeah. Brittany is going to go home in the second part of a double eviction. Hmm. Second think,
1: part.
0: Yeah, I think we're gonna get to some like a ev- double eviction at like when there's like seven people left. So we're gonna go from like uh-huh. seven to five, and the the speed of the the speed of the whole thing will just be like, all right. B- well, we're gonna nominate Brittany, and then like it's time. It's yeah. just time, and there's not even like enough time for her, and there's no one else to do it. And maybe there's a few other alliances still kind of going on in the mix, and it's just. She's kind of we don't have that. We're not going to have the week of like crying and pulling herself together. And I'm going to do it this time and really earnest DRs about how she's going to win the challenge this time. No, she's just going to be gone in the course of 20 minutes.
1: Yeah, exactly. She's not going to have enough time to think up a rap for her her speech. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so the answer to the question, fair. I don't know, three or four more times.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say I'm gonna say two more times. Not that Great. many, actually, because I think they're gonna they're gonna have bigger fish to fry, um, guys. I think it's gonna be a fun week. I really don't want to jinx it, but I do think it will be.
0: Uh, I think so too, and I'm and honestly, I'm looking forward to next week for the Christian Alyssa fall. Ooh, someone because well, that's of a is going home.
1: Alyssa has really. And I like her. I know I've made that clear, but she's been sort of the Lady Macbeth two weeks in a row now, because she's on Xavier and Christian's team. She's close with both of them. She gets to sort of be like the lady in the waiting. She gets to lie on the bed in the H.O.H. room while not actually having to get any H.O.H. blood on her hands. But enjoying the safety and snacks that being HOH avails to you, so for her to come down after that, after two weeks of that, it's going to be rough. I mean, what I'm, you know, she could win herself, but
0: we'll see. We shall. Very excited for it, Danielle. Okay. Yes. What are we What are we doing next week for the pod?
1: Um, for our birthday pod.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um Celebrating.
0: Okay, sure. We'll figure it out. We'll figure <laughs> okay. it out offline.
1: Okay, we'll have a birthday celebration pod. <laughs> Tiffany's um, birthday and Tiffany too. It's our yeah, daughter exactly. Tiffany's and, birthday. And listen, if it's any listener's birthday next week as well, and don't try to push it. I'm talking August fourth, August fifth.
0: You have to send in maybe. No, yeah. Okay, fine. Just August fourth, August fifth. <laughs> birth certificate. Social Security,
1: then you are allowed to join the celebration with us. Otherwise, don't try to tell me your birthday is August 1st, okay? Or August 14th or something. That does not count.
0: Oh my God. It's like a fucking Capricorn (laughs) by then. (laughs)
1: Um, And so let us know and send us your questions and comments as usual at HeyJulieBB on Twitter. Send us your emails, heyjuliebigbrother at gmail.com. And we will see you very soon. Bye, Julie.
0: Bye, Julie.